0: Hello and welcome to another week on the Vampire Diaries Diaries, your number one podcast for the trials and tribulations of teenagers in Mystic Falls, Virginia, and the sexy old men who want their blood. My name's Claire and I'm joined by my co-host Beth, and we are here to talk about the eighth episode of season two, Rose. Rose! We tried to get Rose of under control fame to join us again for this week's episode (laughs) because it seemed appropriate but she is a very you know busy and important lady so she was not able to make it but we do have a very 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 special guest who we're going to hear from uh, after we've recapped the episode i really can't sell this enough that you should be excited Uh, Maybe take this time, if you're not already familiar, to look up the works of Dr. Chuck Tingle. Because we're going to be talking to him about vampires and whether love is real.
1: Whoa, the serious questions in life.
0: Yes, so look forward to that. But for now, we can talk about this episode, which I really hyped up to Beth. For various reasons and I think you you thought it delivered.
1: Oh yeah, totally. So I thought that last week was my favorite episode but I think that this week was actually my favorite episode. Like we mentioned, both episodes were very different. I feel like last week was very action-packed but this one is more growing the story and the Mm -hmm. plot lines of this season and our characters. Yes, and we met several new people this week. We did, and that's always fun, but we never know how long they're going to be around, yeah. so it's hard to keep track of, like, who I should pay attention to. Should I have a Brooke and Darren moment, or should I just mm. mix up these characters' names for the next six months of my life?
0: Yeah, and speaking of that, we start off right where we left off uh, last week with Elena getting kidnapped by a carney. Uh, he is now out of his mask, and he is this curly-headed dude dressed in all black, uh-huh. and he drives up to, like, a random place in the middle of nowhere in his black SUV with blackout windows, and he goes up to this, like, black town car and is like, hey, I got her. She's in the trunk, just, just like you asked. And this douchebag in, like, sunglasses, leather gloves, and a baseball cap. Yeah. Decide if you want to be leather gloves guy or baseball cap guy, first of all. You can't be both. <laughs> He's like, okay, bring her in here. And we don't want to get too attached to Curly Sue here because after he deposits unconscious Elena, who has just been in the trunk of a car, possibly like inhaling fumes.
1: Yeah, for real. <laughs> and sh- who knows where they are, even?
0: Yeah. We both thought that they were going to Georgia. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's another road trip to see Bree. R.I.P. girl.
0: <laughs> Maybe to uh, visit her grave. Yeah. Or resurrect her. That would be oh, cool.
1: That would be cool. Is that a premonition?
0: No, unfortunately. Ow. Spoiler alert. Bree never comes back. R.I.P. girl. Oh, so many spoilers. I know. So, yeah. Baseball cap guy is like, come closer, my dear. No, closer. And he's, like, beckoning with his gloved finger.
1: Yeah, and, like, would you trust the dude that just sent you to kidnap a child? Like, no. no. He's probably compelled, though. Oh, true.
0: Because spoiler alert,
1: baseball cap guy is a vampire. And we find that out (laughs) real quick because he attacks Curly Sue um, as soon as he sticks his head through the window to come closer. And then he just leaves or the driver just leaves the body in the middle of the parking lot.
0: Yeah, he leaves the car with the trunk wide open and the dead body just like in the middle of nowhere. And he does a really sloppy job of feeding off of him and he wipes the blood off his face with his gloves. I'm like, what is the point of wearing gloves if you're going to get blood evidence on them? (laughs) Are you just trying to make a fashion statement? That's very true. I thought it was like a murder thing.
1: You know, what I was wondering when I saw this is because he was wearing, like, a black baseball cap, black sunglasses, the windows were tinted. Can they not go out in the sun, this guy? Like, they don't maybe have a gaudy-ass ring?
0: It's unclear because in future scenes in that giant gaudy-ass mansion... Oh, yeah, (laughs) you're right. There's, like, weak sunlight coming in through the windows, but they're also boarding up the windows, so I wasn't sure. But I
1: feel like they... Didn't have the budget to shoot in the dark, so they were Mm -hmm. like, let's just make it seem like they can't do the sunlight.
0: Well, it kind of reminded me of the show Angel. I Mm -hmm. usually talk about Buffy, but this time I'm going to talk about Angel. The first season of the show, Angel is setting up his vampire detective agency. Sorry, I just spoiled the Angel the vampire. (laughs) I think we
1: knew that. Even I knew that.
0: (laughs) Um but he just like has it in a regular office and they don't have gaudy ass rings on that show or there is one, but it's only on for one episode. Um, uh, God, this is a really long tangent, but no, it's he's good. just in I this office, like working things. during like nine to five, and he just has like blinds, but there's natural light like diffused and coming into the building. Yeah. And they like finally realize, I think, how stupid that is because in the second season they moved the headquarters to like a creepy abandoned hotel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> of course. But anyway,
0: the rules of vampires and sunlight are, I guess, a little bit logistically difficult to do with the TV show that. Only has finite hours in a day yeah. of darkness to film during. True. But we're getting ahead of ourselves anyway. Uh, Curly is dead. Baseball cap guy drives away with Elena. She's still sleeping.
1: She's still sleeping. She's, She's still got nice her nap. blood stains from the previous night of when she was bewitched to have <laughs> Catherine 1864's injuries.
0: Yep. Um, so things aren't looking good for our pal Elena here. They're not and I think one of my favorite things about this episode other than the other million things I loved about this episode is that after the credits moment we see Jeremy like fixing his hair in the mirror and he's like Elena Elena and nobody has noticed that Elena is missing at this point like where is Aunt Jenna why is she not concerned that Elena never came home right I I didn't even think about the logistics of this you're right yeah So Jeremy, in the morning, has just now discovered that Elena's not in her room. But he's not worried, because he, as we find out later, thinks she's just having a sexual sleepover with Stefan. Yeah, ew. And he was, like, all proud when he was talking to Stefan
1: about it. It was fucking disgusting.
0: It was just like when Aunt Jenna was all proud, like, I heard you fucking my niece (laughs) this morning. I know. But at least she had an excuse. She was compelled. Yes.
1: Jeremy's not compelled. He's just creepy AF. Yes. Oh, God. Okay, so I think before... Or wait, is that what happens right now? You're right.
0: Um, I think before that happens, there's a, a couple of things.
1: Oh, Caroline's getting ready for school. So she's at her house, like, getting ready for the day, and for some reason Damon is there. And Caroline is pretty much, like, recapping the events of the previous night when, as we know... Sarah tried to stab Tyler because Matt failed to get him to murder Matt. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And she was compelled to get Tyler to kill her, um, which he did. And then he turned into a vampire by accident. A werewolf. Oh, a werewolf. (laughs) Fuck. There's so many things to mix up now. It's true. It
0: is only going to get worse.
1: (laughs) I know. Now we've got like two sets of people and two sets of mystical creatures. Uh, All right. Anyway... (laughs) Carolyn's telling Damon that her mom, Sheriff Forbes, is out leading the search party for Amy Bradley. Which is ridiculous because she was murdered on a dance floor of people and then carried out by Stefan in the middle of the party. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Tell me about that. They have an invisibility cloak. (laughs) They must have. They have an invisibility cloak and also the worst sheriff department in the history of the world.
0: Seriously, like maybe Sheriff Forbes' brain is still addled from the compulsion, but I think that's a generous guess.
1: Yes. Oh my God. Like All of Liz, her are I love dead, you, so she sort overworked.
0: of. I love your friendship with Damon, but you're an idiot. <laughs> Yes, it's the truth. So I just love the idea that Caroline is just allowing her mom to like go searching for this girl who she knows is dead. And Damon's like, oh, if you want to help your mom, uh, maybe hint to her that Amy's body is buried at the bottom of such and so ravine with a broken spine. Yeah, yikes. And it's like, what are they going to blame it on when they
1: find her? Um, clearly, she would have gotten, like, charged by a mountain lion or she something. She got tackled by a gorilla. Yes, there you go. Definitely animal-related.
0: Yeah. So that's fun. Uh, we both noted that Caroline's scarf is back.
1: Yes, thin scarf. And it's the same
0: one that, that she wore in oh, season one. Because it? uh-huh. it's, like, thin and, like, weirdly multicolored, but in, like, a seventh grader in 1999 <laughs> kind of way.
1: Yeah, literally, that was every scarf that I had. Oh, I recognize that.
0: It's like, Caroline's become so awesome. You'd think, like, after she became a vampire, she could stop wearing the terrible scarves. I know. And it also just makes me wonder what fucking season it is if she's wearing a scarf. (laughs) You're right.
1: It's just getting more confusing. I think that the show writers are just like, oh, we kind of fucked up the season. So just make it, like, neutral for the rest of the season.
0: (laughs) Well, Elena's wearing long sleeves. Caroline has a scarf. There's a sign up at the school that says tennis tryouts. What's tennis season? Would it be at the beginning of the school year?
1: I think it's in the spring.
0: I don't fucking know.
1: I think. I don't know either, actually. (laughs) Sports. Like, late winter. Uh, I don't know sports. Yeah.
0: But the other, like, main point of this scene is that Caroline thinks that she did a great job with, like, the werewolf cover-up and hosting Tyler's werewolf bar mitzvah. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Yes. <laughs> but Damon's like, What the hell? You you let on that you knew he was a werewolf, he, blah blah blah, werewolves can kill us. So he basically forbids her from like fraternizing with Tyler because if he finds out about them all being vampires then they'll be in trouble.
1: Yeah, and Damon gets really aggressive in the scene, like he pretty much chokes Caroline out against the wall. Yeah.
0: As you um, do in conversations in Mystic Falls.
1: I know. You're right. There's choking in literally every scene.
0: (laughs) So we'll see how well she holds up that promise.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. So now that we've established that over at Caroline's house, we hop over to school and... The teens have set up a shrine for Amy at her locker, and it's like,
0: oh, that's for Sarah. Oh, for Sarah. There are just oh. missing posters. There's like okay, three yeah. different colored missing posters for Amy on the same bulletin board. It's like we get it; she's missing.
1: But also, like, why put them up at school, right? I don't know. like one at school and some around the town. I don't know.
0: Probably all Sheriff Forbes has done is put up those flyers at the school.
1: <laughs> I know and she's like, all the people that Sarah knows or Amy knows are here.
0: Oh, yeah. God. And at God. Sarah's Locker Shrine, there is a tennis racket. And I'm like, did she make the team?
1: Oh, no. In spirit, I guess. <laughs> and it was like, hashtag RIP Sarah, we'll miss you. I'm like, oh. Yeah. I don't know. And there was a bunch of teddy stuffed animals. Yeah, <laughs> She's not 12. This is going to sound really callous, but when I was watching that scene, I was like, I hope if I die, I have a better
0: shrine than that one. <laughs>
1: I'd probably have no shrine. Mine would just be cats.
0: I wonder if at Mystic Falls High they have, like, a rotating schedule of whose turn it is to set up the Locker Shrine because people (laughs) die so often.
1: You're right. They do.
0: It has to be, like, one of those office birthday things. It's like the last person to have a birthday has to do the thing for the next person. You're
1: right. and make sure that nobody goes unnoticed.
0: (laughs) So... Tyler, is it Tyler that we're looking at right now that he is looking at the shrine and feeling, feeling super guilty because he murdered her?
1: Um, yeah, I wrote Tyler strength.
0: Oh, yeah, because he goes to open his locker. <laughs> and He does the combination and then he pulls.
1: And he yanks the whole padlock thing oh off gosh, of the locker. Oh, my gosh, he does. He's so strong
0: now. Yeah, he's got that werewolf strength. Mm-hmm. And then... We see Jeremy and Stefan together. And Stefan that's said right. hi to Jeremy, and he sounded like Jeremy when he said it. He did? I didn't he was like, notice that. like, hey, Jeremy.
1: <laughs> oh, no, Stefan, come on. You're better than this. It was
0: weird. But then that's when Jeremy is, like, razzing Stefan, like... Dude, I'm like okay covering for you, but you should like tell me in advance. And like, I don't mind, but we gotta like be sneaky. But also,
1: what a weird thing to assume. It's I not know.
0: like they weren't Elena even did together this all the time either. He, he was like, "I'm really glad you guys are back together." Like, they were broken up for all he knew, and he just assumes that she slept over at his house.
1: Yeah, without texting her, like he has a Windows phone, he can clearly yeah. get in touch with her if he wants to. He could Bing mail her. He. could. <laughs> He could use aerial view <laughs> to see where she is. Sorry, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but there are some serious Windows Phone Bing ad placements in this episode. Oh, yeah.
0: But Stefan's like, what are you talking about? And now I'm doing the Jeremy Weiss for stuff. <laughs> Fair enough. Stefan's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Elena didn't spend the night.
1: And, and then me. Jeremy's like, well, where is she then?
0: Her car is still at the Lockwoods and her bed hasn't been slept in. I know that's such a weird thing that they always say in movies and TV. It's like somebody's bed hasn't been slept in. It's like, how the fuck can you tell? Like, are these people making their beds like every morning or not making their beds and that's how they can tell?
1: I don't know. I think that they're probably making their beds judging from Elena's previous shots of her bedroom with her horse picture over her
0: (laughs) bed. But it's it's just just a strange thing. Like if I went into somebody's bedroom, I would not be able to tell whether or not they slept in that bed last night.
1: I would, but I make my bed every day because of Ask a Clean Person. Do you remember that? It was on the hairpin and now the lady has like her own um, podcast and she does things for like Deadspin and stuff. But basically it was like, a hashtag where people just made their beds every day for a year and I did it and it's supposed to be like a gateway to like be more productive like in your household and it makes you feel good about yourself and stuff so I actually love making my bed which is a super weird
0: thing I'm about to ruin your life no I've read that making your bed makes it easier for like mites and stuff to thrive
1: oh I believe that but We have a cat with, like, severe diarrhea, so it always tracks its shit on my sheets, so I have to wash it, like, every other day. Fair enough. All right. Sorry, that was a huge tangent.
0: I only make my bed if anybody is going to come over and I'm going to have my bedroom door open. Gotcha. Which is, like, once every three months.
1: (laughs) I just like having the tight sheets over me. I like to feel like I'm constrained when I get into my bed. That's weird. Yeah, sorry. That sounded really <laughs> sexual, but it, it, it's really not. Beth's
0: husband likes to get kinky.
1: <laughs> yes, there we go. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh Just God. like that nurse. <clears throat> oh, where where are we? What day is it?
0: Well, I think we segue from Detective Stefan and Jeremy figuring out that Alina oh, yep. has been kidnapped. Yeah. <laughs> to visiting her and her kidnappers. So there's this giant mansion and the interior looks like just a fancier version of the Shrieking Shack.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: But with like really hipster lights like exposed strings of bulbs along the wall. In one of the rooms there's just an entire chandelier on the floor but the lights are on.
1: Yeah, and there's like antique couches.
0: But they're all torn up. And, and it's like
1: shabby chic. I literally saw an apartment when we were trying to live in Brooklyn that looked like this house. like <laughs> On it was purpose? It. Yeah, it looked like this on purpose. <laughs> it's very trendy, very in. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. So it's this giant ass mansion and some dude is carrying in Elena, and it's the guy with the leather gloves and the hat from the yeah. car, right?
0: And he takes off his hat and shakes his hair out, and it's like a shampoo commercial, because he has long, luscious locks.
1: Yeah. I thought he was kind of cute.
0: He was. He wasn't bad. No. He looks kind of like uh, the guy who played Trey on the OC. Yeah. I always thought he was cute, and then he tried to rape Marissa, and she shot him, and it was hilarious. <laughs>
1: it was hilarious? That was very <laughs> traumatic for me.
0: Well, the, the memes that happened after it were hilarious, at oh, least.
1: I, I don't think I knew mm, memes What'd say? Then. That's still one of my favorite jams.
0: <laughs> the, origin, the Image and Heap version, or the Jason Derulo song? <laughs>
1: Definitely the Imogen Heap version, but I know the whole rap to the Jason Drulo version Jason Derulo, When the roof came in and the <laughs> truth came out, I just didn't know what to do. Wow. I know. All right, let's edit that out.
0: So, yes. Uh,
1: so, Jason <laughs> Derulo, carries in Elena. That's where we're at, right?
0: Yeah, and she's still unconscious. He, like, deposits her on a couch and, like, takes off his costume. And then he's like, oh, she starts to wake up, and she's like, oh, what's going on? Please don't hurt me. I'm sleepy. And he's like, oh, just a taste. And he starts to face boner. Yeah. But then a stern voice is like, Trevor, (laughs) no! That was
1: perfect. Yes. So this strong woman comes in and she stops Trevor from feeding on Elena which is awesome and she just starts being sassy to everyone. <laughs> Elena's like trying to ask questions and she's like be quiet and Elena's like I just want to know why I'm here and she's like be quiet and then Elena asks some other question and
0: she back hands like, her. I just want to know what you want for me <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: I was like but she just told you twice. She's like I want you to be quiet I can't do a British accent. I want you to be quiet. All right, there we go. And then Elena still is talking. Sorry, I'm, like, getting riled up because I'm so excited about this. And she slaps Elena so hard that she literally flies, like, three feet off the ground and back onto the couch. It was serious.
0: (laughs) It really was. It was funny. It was one of the more intense slaps I've ever seen in my life.
1: It was. But
0: not the most intense slap of the episode. No, we
1: have an even better one coming up later.
0: Uh, (laughs) Yes, we do. Spoiler alert. And so I think then we go to Stefan and Damon.
1: Yes, and they're strategizing about how they're going to save Elena yeah
0: and Stefan seems to want to go into the tomb and ask Catherine
1: because at first he's like
0: this must be Catherine I don't believe that you locked her in the tomb Damon I know that you have a huge boner for her (laughs) and he's like girl I put her in the tomb
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know I felt bad for Damon then have
0: a little trust
1: he for sure did put her in the tomb and and he like
0: super wanted to murder her that whole time like why is Stefan doubting
1: Stefan's a doubter what can we say
0: but then Damon is like, well, she did say this thing about how Elena was in trouble and she's the doppelganger and must be protected. Yes. I, <laughs> I thought she was just yanking my chain.
1: I thought she was too. That lady would stay, say anything to stay alive.
0: But then Elena immediately got kidnapped. So yeah, So clearly she true. knew what so she, she, was she was talking right. about.
1: And then Stefan was a little mad. He's like, why wouldn't you ask her? And then I don't know what Damon said.
0: Well, he's like, if I asked her, that's just playing into her hands because she would... You know, say, oh, let me out and I'll tell you, and then she'd kill us.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a good
0: point. And he's also saying that that's what's going to happen if they try to talk to her now. Which is like, I don't care. It's Elena. Yeah,
1: it's like, um, that's not enough.
0: Yeah, so he is storming off to uh, go pay a visit to Catherine, and Damon's just like, you're an idiot. Yeah. But we, I think before we see that, we see Tyler and Caroline running into each other at school.
1: Yeah, so as we remember from last episode, Caroline was pretty protective of Tyler while Sarah's accidental murder was going down <laughs> because she could recognize that Tyler was becoming a werewolf, and um, she had just gone through something similar herself, and I think that that was kind of what was motivating her to help him out.
0: Yeah, and she's trying to pretend like she's backtracking – on the whole like her saying, I know what you are thing last week. Oh, yeah, he's like, How did you know? <laughs> I love that she was like, That you were sad. <laughs> oh, I he's was like, sad. Uh, No, <laughs> no, I was actually talking about something else. So he's really grilling her. He wants to know what she knows about werewolves, how she knows, what's, what the hell is going on. And she's just doing a really bad job of pretending that she doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, she's like,
1: just don't blame yourself.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I know you must be really traumatized, but I don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to go. Bye.
1: Yeah, it was a brief and awkward meeting.
0: Yeah. And then we go back to the mansion where uh, Rose, who I guess we can reveal, is the British lady. Yes. Then. Person for whom the episode is named It was sadly not named after my sister Uh, She and Trevor Are having like a furious whispered conversation Like Something something Elijah And we're like Elijah Elijah. Elijah's old school He'll keep to his word
1: Oh my god, if we didn't have fans before, we certainly will now after hearing your British accent.
0: I love it. I'm really going to enjoy doing Rose impressions, I think.
1: I love her. This is the point at which I wrote in my notes that vampires are British.
0: So I guess it took me a seat or two to really get their accent down. Sometimes so. vampires are British. Sometimes. <laughs> These ones are or is Trevor, I don't remember.
1: I think he was.
0: But anyway, Elena just, like, creeps up because they untied her once they uh, got to the house because, you know, there are two vampires versus one human. Right. So she just wanders and is eavesdropping. She's like, who's Elijah?
1: (laughs) I was like, girl, you just got slapped across the room. I would be
0: careful. (laughs) Yeah, for real. But they're like, fuck off. No, you're a beeswax. Mm -hmm. And then we get to the inevitable Mm -hmm. moment. Where Stefan goes to Bonnie and is like, can you do a spell for me? Going, Oh, like, it's Elena. It's yeah.
1: Elena. Oh, We've seen this so many times before. And Bonnie, um, so I think that at first he asks her, like, can you open the tomb? We need to talk to Catherine. And Bonnie is like, no, me and Graham could barely open the tomb. And there was two of
0: us. And like, she died.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it how, killed her. How dare he
0: ask about that? Right. Bonnie's hair is looking really good in this episode. I, I noticed it right away. It's, like, nice and curly, and...
1: Yeah.
0: I just thought it was such an improvement over the horrible bangs of last season. Is it that when
1: Bonnie has bangs, she's being mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and she was being nice in this episode. She was. So she's like, well, I can't do that, but I could do a tracking spell. We just need Jeremy's blood. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. Like, how about? Do you need all of Jeremy's blood?
1: Can we sacrifice Jeremy just to find out where Elena is? I would vote yes.
0: Yeah. So they like go into Alaric's classroom, I think.
1: Yeah, and he's like, Alaric's not
0: even in this episode, but like they talk about him a couple times. His presence is felt. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Stefan's like, Alaric said we could have this classroom for ten minutes. Oh yeah, because he's the only teacher at the school, so he controls who gets to go into all of the classrooms when. Yeah. So we know that Bonnie needs Jeremy's blood. So he, of course, takes a knife or a letter opener or something and just <laughs> gashes his palm. Like he, everybody like, does. cuts
0: it way too much.
1: They needed, like, two blo- uh, drops of blood for this. And yeah.
0: And he, like, gashed his hand open. He was like, let me slice to the bone. <laughs> I want to impress you, Bonnie. Oh. Like, how much blood I have in my body. <sighs> and they have candles somehow at the school already and a map, oh, and a map of like the <laughs> southeastern united states
1: and it's like a little old timey
0: yeah so jeremy drips some of his blood on the map and it starts squiggling around and then it lands like on some random town
1: ridgefield
0: reedsville reedsville yes and this is like not a very close up map so it's like anywhere in the reed metropolitan area really
1: <laughs> yes and they're like it's 300 miles
0: away and that's not specific enough
1: <laughs> but then jeremy comes to the rescue and he's like listen Stefan, we can track it on aerial view and i'm just like oh is that bing maps and of course it was bing maps
0: it sure was out. thank god for bing yes so Stefan is like, okay, I'm going to go. And Jeremy is like, no, I want to go with you. i want to help Elena. I'm an instrumental part of this team. But then he's like, oh, well, no, you should stay here with Bonnie. And then Damon comes and is like, he's not alone. I'm coming with him. It's yeah. Elena. Oh, yeah.
1: He echoes Stefan's previous sentiment that it's Elena.
0: Mm-hmm. It was, in case we had forgotten, he has a major heart boner for elena as well
1: oh i like the phrase heart boner that's cute i've never heard it before
0: (laughs) i feel like i heard it somewhere it's good yeah
1: so we have heart boners and face boners and
0: boner boners and
1: boner boners double b's
0: (laughs) so they're gonna take a road trip 300 miles i'm like why don't you just zoom there yeah, I, I guess is a vampire. It's uh, yeah, a vampire zooming is faster than a car because they whiz by so fast you can't see them.
1: Yeah, it's definitely. Do they just get faster. tired? I don't know.
0: Vampire stamina. We want to know for many reasons.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, we do. <laughs> So I think that Damon and Stefan are like on their way out of the school and we go out to the schoolyard where Tyler is just dunking on all the (laughs) fools that he's playing basketball with.
0: And he's doing Uncle Mason Spider-Man moves and everybody's like, whoa, how'd you do that, Tyler?
1: Yeah. Uh, So he's using his powers already to be more of a douchebag than he already was. Mm
0: -hmm. And it's very Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf played basketball, right? I think so. I wonder if it was an homage. Oh, maybe it was. I don't know. Shout out to Michael J. Fox. But he spots Caroline, like, across the schoolyard. And he (laughs) just, like, walks away from the game. And his friends are like, dude. Yeah, it was super weird. But he is on Caroline's case again. Like, you lied to me. You know what's going on. What the hell? And then we get another great moment of Caroline
1: we do yeah so Tyler is getting super aggressive because Caroline won't give him the answers that he's demanding so he grabs her arm and he's like you need to tell me what's going on and then Caroline just like twists and pretty much flips Tyler over onto the ground and it is the best oh my gosh every time Caroline kicks somebody's ass it's like the best moment of my whole life
0: Yeah, like last week she elbowed Matt in the face and he flew across the room. (laughs) Oh yeah,
1: that was better than this, but this is pretty good.
0: It's really satisfying that she's just like and she beat up Uncle Mason that other time. I just would watch a whole show of Caroline just beating men up.
1: Yes, for sure.
0: Me too. And he's like, Oh my god, how did you do that? You're stronger than me? Like (laughs) Oh my
1: god, that's exactly what he did. Ugh.
0: Yeah, so he is now even more intrigued, but we don't get to see more on that for a bit.
1: Yeah, because Damon and Stefan have hit the road on their road trip, and they're just being bros and catching up, Um, so they start off their conversation by saying, thank God Alaric is so into vampire weapons.
0: (laughs) I think the exact quote was, Alaric sure likes his weapons. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And he does, because Stefan and Damon are now the proud owners of Vervain Grenades, mm. which is the name of my new punk band.
0: Ooh, I like it. Thank you. Yeah, they apparently had a visit with Alaric off screen because they didn't want to pay Matt Davis this week. <laughs> and <laughs> got a treasure trove of weapons, including his brand new Vervain Grenades. And then there's just like this awkward conversation where... Stefan's trying to get real about Damon being in love with Elena. Yeah. And Damon's like, I'm not engaging with this. I don't want to do road trip bro- uh, bonding with you, bro. But Stefan is just pushing it. He's like, we need to talk about the elephant in the room that's roaring. Like, somebody says something about an elephant in the room roaring. And I was like, do <laughs> you elephant. know what an elephant is?
1: Yeah, elephants Like, have you roar. met an elephant before? They make a little cute trumpet
0: they noise. They go, roar! Yeah. <laughs> So that and was weird. And it's weird
1: that Stefan is, like, bringing this up so much now that they're broken up. Although maybe that's the catalyst for it because he doesn't want Damon to, like, make moves because they're technically not together.
0: Maybe. I don't know. He's, like, very calm about it, though. Every other time it's come up in the past, he's been, like, ready to rip Damon's head off. But he's like, we just need to acknowledge it that you're in love with her, too. But Damon's just, you know, not having it. Yeah. Uh, so we then, I think, go to the Gilberts where Jeremy and Bonnie are hanging out in Jeremy's bedroom for some reason.
1: Oh my God. This was the worst scene of the whole episode.
0: (laughs) This was the biggest product placement because he has Bing maps up and he's like, (laughs) the way that he holds the phone in this scene. (laughs) Yes. He's like holding it a foot away from his face and like jabbing at it like he's a monkey who just discovered like the thing from Space Odyssey. Yes. I haven't, I haven't seen it, it, but I think that's the right reference.
1: It is. It was also like when Harper came out of the woods oh, yeah. after being in the tomb for 200 what years. What is a phone? <laughs> yeah.
0: I wish Pearl was here to explain it.
1: Oh, I know. <laughs>
0: Texting. But he has an aerial view of some of the giant mansion. He's like, it's the only thing for miles. Mm-hmm. That must be where it is. How lucky that they took her there. Yeah. So he tells Bonnie that he sent the coordinates or whatever to Stefan. So his job is done for now.
1: And I think Jeremy and Bonnie are both kind of like mutually worried about Elena, which is fair. Yeah. And they're like grossly comforting each other. And like Jeremy is like rubbing Bonnie's back and it's super gross. And
0: they're sitting on his bed.
1: I know. And it's probably like full of like gross Jeremy skin flakes and pubes and
0: shit. Oh my God. Dare I say, semen? Yeah,
1: and you know what? Jenna's not doing laundry. She doesn't even know when those kids go <laughs> missing. You think she's washing their sheets?
0: Like, I want to see the episode of Room Raiders where they take a blacklight oh, to no.
1: prep. Oh my god, that would be the worst episode. Oh. Although I don't feel like we're much more judgmental than the people who are on Jeremy's episode of Room Raiders would be.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Do the people know Room Raiders? Are we old?
0: I think we might be old. Yeah.
1: Tell the people what Room Raiders was. Uh,
0: there was this golden age where MTV <laughs> was doing these ridiculous dating shows, like Next. Uh, yes. Room Raiders was one where they would have somebody pick who they wanted to date by, like, going into their three strangers' <laughs> bedrooms oh, and going through all their shit and taking a black light <laughs> to things. Oh. So it was always like, oh, there's some mysterious stains. Oh, she has a vibrator. Oh, let's read her diary. It was really creepy
1: it was creepy and i like, feel did, like the black light was pretty gross yeah like especially for the time this was like the early 2000s mm-hmm. wow
0: so yeah i missed those days of mtv dating shows they were ridiculous but I they were
1: good i got
0: free cable in college so i would just watch marathons of room raiders and next and like parental control yes yeah i i miss it i'm right there i want you. it Somebody please reboot Room Raiders. No, don't. It's terrible. No,
1: we should. I would watch.
0: Anyway. Vampire Diaries. Oh, so Bonnie and Jeremy are feeling impotent, but then Bonnie's like, oh, wait, I'm a witch and I have this giant grimoire. I think I have another spell that might help.
1: Get me a hairbrush and a candle.
0: Yeah, Yeah, get me Elena's hairbrush and a candle. He finds both in the bathroom. Of course. And the
1: candle was like an old timey one with like a finger clip that he carried out. It was weird.
0: And Bonnie starts writing a message on a piece of paper. And basically she's going to send witch mail. Uh, So she like crumples up the paper in her hand and holds her hand over a candle and starts like looking like she's trying to take a constipated shit. And her nose starts bleeding. And Judy's like, Bonnie, 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 your nose. And she perseveres and the piece of paper catches on fire, and then, like, explodes into a ball of ash. I'm like, her hand is going to be scorched. And then she immediately passes out after it disappears. And Jeremy's crying. I'm like, oh, man, is this going to be grams all over again?
1: (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, my God. If Bonnie died so unceremoniously in Jeremy's bedroom, I would be devastated. Just
0: to send a semi-pointless message to Elena (laughs) that Stefan and Damon are coming to help her. Yes! Not, like, any useful information about, like, how to escape. It, She's like, like, hey, girl. Be, yeah. <laughs> your two boyfriends are coming, <laughs> hey, as you probably already in. suspected. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. But basically, that took a lot out of her, so she needs to take a nap now.
1: Yes. So now that. Um... Bonnie has sent her secret message, we pop back over to the Shabby Chic mansion, Mm -hmm. where this is important.
0: Yeah, this is a big moment that you've been waiting for. It
1: is. So I can no longer make jokes about, oh, are they the originals? (laughs) Because we actually find out who the originals are. Sort of. (laughs) Sort of, yes. So Trevor and Rose are chatting, and they're, they're saying that Elijah who we know that they're trying to make a deal with, Mm -hmm. is one of the originals. And the original stands for the original vampire family, who are the oldest.
0: Yeah. And Alina's like, what the fuck does originals mean? What do you want? They're like, well, we're going to trade you with Elijah so we can stop running from him. And then...
1: Yeah, they've been like running for 500 years or something. That's a long long time. time. We thought 1864 was a long time ago. I
0: know. It's like, there were years before 1864.
1: That is (laughs) mind-blowing to me.
0: (laughs) Uh, There were centuries before 1864. But at some point, the Salvatore brothers come up in this conversation, and Rose is like, "Oh well, a chum of mine (laughs) tried to set me up with (laughs) Stefan once upon a time, but I couldn't fit him into my schedule, so... (coughs) I never met him, but I've heard of them. Also, I prefer bad boys.
1: Yeah. Oh my god, that was amazing! I'm gonna make that my ringtone.
0: So, she is somehow related to somebody who knows the Salvators. Yes. Uh, we'll find out more on that later. But I also do like that, even without meeting him. Rosa's like, eh, no, Stefan's too boring. I don't want to fuck him. Yes,
1: his reputation preceded him, apparently.
0: But uh, Elena's like, well, what does this fancy Elijah guy want with me? And Rose is like, you're a Petrovic doppelganger. <laughs> I you're the like key to can... breaking the curse.
1: <laughs> I can't recap any of these scenes because your accent just so good. <laughs> uh, yes. So we find out that she is the doppelganger. She does need to be protected because her sacrifice aka her blood is the key to breaking the vampire curse yeah Elena's now what like, is the vampire curse is it that you don't that you're not a vampire anymore or that you can go out during the day
0: they haven't really explained it yes. so like Elena mentions during this conversation oh the, the curse of the sun and the moon which was what they talked the Aztec legend that they talked about in Duke <laughs> with the uh, crossbow Kelly whatever the fuck Vanessa. her name Vanessa <laughs> yes Vanessa <laughs> And Elena mentions, like, oh, I thought that the Moonstone was the key to breaking the curse. And Rose is like, no, you dummy. It binds the curse, obviously. Yeah,
1: (laughs) also, what does that mean?
0: Yeah, none of this, like, really makes any sense at this point. Yeah. But apparently Elena's blood is the key to breaking the curse of the sun and the moon. We don't know what that entails or, like, what the point of it is. Because it seems like it could either help both vampires and werewolves or hurt both of them or yeah. who even knows. But all we know is that Elijah apparently wants to break the curse.
1: And that they need to deliver Elena to Elijah in order to do it.
0: Yes. So there's a lot of information in that scene, some of which makes sense and some of which does not.
1: But all of it was said in a British accent. So it seems more important. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it, is. it really is. Um, So then we go over, and Caroline is going home from school, and she opens up the door of the Forbes home. And I just noticed how cute their house is. Like, Mm -hmm. the walls are, like, lime green and white. It's super cute in there. Uh, But Caroline's not home for long before Tyler creeps up behind her, and he's like, listen, I'm not leaving here
0: until you tell me the truth. And he gets all up in her face. And it's kind of like, this really reminded me of Twilight, where... Bella is like asking Edward what he is, and they're in the forest, and he's like, "You know what I am." And they're like moving around. It's oh like, Say yeah. It. <laughs> and so Tyler is getting like all intimidating and up in her face and looking ridiculous, and he's like, "You need to just admit it. I know what's going on. You're a werewolf."
1: Yeah, and then she literally LOLs in his face for, like, a good 20 seconds.
0: (laughs) It was awesome.
1: Yeah, it was so, so good.
0: But then he immediately, like, body slams her into the wall.
1: Yeah, they have a brief scuffle, um, which... Tyler's being aggressive, but again, Caroline is way stronger than him. Yeah,
0: so she turns the tables and slams him into the wall and face runners at him. She's like, I'm not a werewolf!
1: Yeah, and then he, like, falls to the floor and literally scurries away.
0: Yeah, he's like backwards crab walking away. Yeah! And looking terrified.
1: The only thing I can think of when I saw him doing that is one time I dropped to the broom while I was sleeping next to my cat mm. and he ran away in the same fashion that Tyler ran away.
0: Oh, did he do the thing where, like, his back arches? Yeah, and he's, yeah. like,
1: Halloween cat out
0: the door. (laughs) And that's pretty much what Tyler is doing. Yep. Except he's more of a Halloween dog.
1: Yes. Very true.
0: Sorry, that's probably derogatory towards werewolves.
1: Yeah. Sorry, werewolves. I didn't
0: mean to be a supernatural racist.
1: We're an inclusive podcast. I'm
0: not racist, but... (laughs) So yeah, that was quite a scene. Now Tyler has a little bit more information, especially that he is a bad detective.
1: Yep. And that you can't just assume that everybody's experience is your own
0: yeah there's more than just werewolves out there dude so then I think we go back to the mansion and get a little bit more information about why they're in the position where they need to trade and Trevor chimes in mostly Rose has been doing the talking but he's like I really pissed off the originals I did something fucked up that had to do with Catherine except they call her Katarina
1: yeah, they call her Katerina Petrova, just like that photoshopped book that Alara got from Duke.
0: <laughs> yes. So we the, we know that back then, 500 years ago or whatever, Catherine <laughs> was going by her original name before she uh, whitewashed herself oh, yeah. or American washed <laughs> So we're getting all these teases about the originals. They say the originals like 12 times in this episode. And the originals, the show, didn't happen until like years after this. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, actually, I don't remember exactly how it corresponds with the Vampire Diaries. So, Did you watch it? I've only watched part of the first season of the originals. Oh, wow. Yeah. I I, I liked it. I just got distracted. And I was like behind where they actually were okay. So it was getting added to Netflix, and it was like, oh, but, you know, I'm never going to catch up.
1: I gotcha. It has.
0: And they're about to have their last season. So, yeah, they didn't know that the show was going to be called The Originals or that there would be a show, but they definitely threw the title around (laughs) in this episode.
1: Oh, see, I... Going into it knowing that there was another show called The Originals, I would have just thought that, like, it was already happening yeah. because of the number of times they said Originals. It was a lot of so, advertising. Yeah. So basically in this scene, we just find out that the reason why Trevor and Rose are running away is because Trevor had crossed The Originals because she because he trusted Katerina Petrova.
0: Yeah. And that Rose is in trouble just because she had her bros back. Yeah. So that's just kind of a brief glimpse into their lives before we go back to fucking Jeremy's bedroom. Ugh. Bonnie is sleeping in his bed, and I'm like, "Get out of there! I Run know. while you still can." Should be better off anywhere. She wakes up from her cat nap, and Jeremy's like, "I was so scared. What happened?"
1: Yeah, like his fake concerned tone like literally was churning my stomach. Mm-hmm. You scared the hell out of me. And she's pretty much lets him know that, you know, doing a lot of magic wears her down. Um, and that, you know, it takes a lot out of her to do all of these spells. And she's been doing them a lot lately. Mm-hmm. And then she's Jared been doing a lot of like, magic. Well, when I'm worn down, I just take a nap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's the nice fun fact. Really sexy. Yeah, great. Um, so she gets really serious. Like you can't tell anybody about that because it's a weakness, and certain vampires might use it against me. That's right. So he's gonna keep her secret, and they they're just like talking really close, and they get all emotional about how they're both so alone in the world because Grams is dead, and Bonnie's mom left her at some point, which I think is the first time we ever heard of. Yeah. his mom. And as we heard a little bit last season, her dad wants nothing to do with the witchcraft stuff, so she can't confide in him.
1: Yeah. And Jeremy chimes in about how he always feels alone, too, which is, like, his only pickup line.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, his girlfriends do keep getting murdered. Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: if I was dating Jeremy Gilbert, I would find a way to get murdered, too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just laughed so hard my he- headphones fell off. I love it. <laughs> so yeah, they're bonding over their mutual loneliness, which seems like the worst possible reason to bond with anybody, especially Jeremy Gilbert. True. Preach. And we both kind of wanted to vomit during this scene.
1: Oh, we sure did. I want to vomit just looking back on it now.
0: I but- always want to vomit when Jeremy's around, but like I double want to vomit when he's with Bonnie.
1: Yeah. It just seems so unnatural to me because he's... Because Bonnie, I don't know. She's been through some rough stuff.
0: It's Bonnie. It's Bonnie. She
1: doesn't deserve this.
0: Yeah. So luckily, we don't stick with them any longer. We go back to the Salvatore bros who are still on the road. And <laughs> Damon pulls out a vampire juice box. It's
1: just sipping away.
0: Yeah. And he's trying to taunt Stefan like with it. Like, oh, you want some? And Stefan's like, well, yeah, actually, I do. I've been drinking a little bit of blood every day and building up my tolerance. And apparently Damon didn't know this was happening. Uh Because he's like, ooh, does Elena know about this?
1: Yeah. And then Stefan's like, yeah, it's actually Elena
0: I've been feeding on. And And that really, you know, that's a punch to the gut for Damon. Damon got jelly. He thought that he maybe had something to put a bigger wedge between them. Yeah. And so Stefan then takes a swig from the juice box and I'm like, they probably both have vampire mono now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of a, a burrow bonding moment even though Damon didn't want any.
1: Yeah. And I think this is the point at which Damon is like, Do you remember the old Stefan? The oh, one yeah. whose lust for blood was like so strong and he would you just would just rip go people apart, killing people? Yeah. And We never really see this side of Stefan in the show, but I feel like they brought it up more in this episode than they have in the past. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if it's either like foreshadowing a turn that Stefan's going to take, or if we're going to see some flashbacks to his violent days or something. Mm. I don't know.
0: But Stefan used to be a bad dude. Yeah, and Damon, like, gives his song and Dan's like, I miss that guy. He was really fun. But you kind of get the idea that it probably would not be good news if Stefan was going around murdering people.
1: Yeah, very true.
0: And Stefan's like, oh, so, like, when I was more like you... I think that's a little far like Damon yeah. has had some m- murder spree-ish moments on the show but it never seemed like he was crazy off the rails just like going around murdering everybody yeah he always was, just like, had always some calculated. devious plan uh-huh,
1: exactly
0: yeah so I don't know that seems a little weird but that's kind of their nostalgic conversation
1: <laughs> yeah so they're making good progress over to the shabby chic mansion mm-hmm. um and then we hop back over there, and Trevor's inside, and he's talking with Rose, and apparently Elijah is on his way there. He comes and knocks on the door, and he's like, Rose, I'm really, really scared. And Rose looks at him, and and she's like, don't be scared. We're family. Everything's going to be okay. And I thought that was a really sweet moment.
0: Yeah. But he's
1: tweaking. Yeah. Due to scared.
0: Yeah. So she's like, we're going to be fine. Elijah is honorable. Oh, sorry, I'm not British. Elijah, he's a right, honorable chap. In it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but Trevor's freaking out. Elena's just kind of standing there like, uh, what's gonna happen? I think at some point here, she, like, discovered Bonnie's note on the couch. Oh, And was right. like, oh, my boys, they're coming for me. So she's just kind of chilling and, I guess, maybe biding her time until her heroes come to liberate her. She's very relaxed. Yeah. You know, Throughout this whole thing, doing... she's not freaked out, as you pointed out. She's yeah. just like, whatever. And I guess that's just like what you what you become when you're involved with vampires. Just like everything's no big deal. She's like,
1: another day, another kidnapping.
0: Just another typical Tuesday. <laughs> so, Elijah's at the door. Uh, we get our first glimpse of him walking in like lit up from the back by sunlight. And I was very excited for us to meet Elijah, because I think he's the number one hottest man ever on the Vampire Diaries. Oh. I am a big fan of Elijah's face.
1: Yeah, I guess I, like, obviously everyone on the show is very attractive, but I didn't have like an immediate like, ooh, but he definitely is an attractive man. Yeah. He has an old world charm to him.
0: Mm. And a strange, non-specific old-world accent, to yeah, go his, <laughs> which spoiler year, but... alert doesn't really stick around after this episode.
1: <laughs> oh my god!
0: Um, but yes, I think part of the reason that I loved Elijah so much for being hot was that I already knew that actor. Uh, his name is Daniel Gillies. He's actually married to Rachel Lee Cook. Oh, in real life, but he was in the movie Bride and Prejudice, which is the Bollywood adaptation of Pride and Prejudice. Oh. Which is a wonderful movie. I feel like I need
1: to watch that.
0: He plays the Wickham character. Johnny Wickham. Oh. And if anybody needs incentive to watch it, the introductory scene to his character... He emerges out of the sea, like <laughs> at a party. Whoa. It's like a beach party. He just like comes up out of the water and is like, "Hey!" <laughs> so I already thought he was hot when I saw his name in the credits. I was like, "Oh my god, it's Johnny Wickham. He's a babe." So yes, Elijah is a forever babe, and he's an original. And he is kind of looking around the house. He has this very like stately. I'm I own this room. I own everything.
1: Yeah, definitely. Kind of
0: vibe to him. And Rose goes to meet him at the door. And he's like, "So what the fuck am I here for?" Uh, you know, it's been 500 years. <laughs>
1: yeah, and Rose, I'm not going to do her accent because I Please literally do. I literally cannot. Please. Listen, Elijah, I'm tired from running. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but Rose is tired from running, and she knows that Elijah um, has the authority to forgive her and, for, and forgive Trevor for, I guess, trust or going against their family or whatever yeah. the fuck.
0: They're very official about it. She's like, "Do you have the authority to pardon me?"
1: Oh yeah. I'm
0: like in the court of vampires. Like what? Well, I was
1: thinking that this was like on Twilight when. That,
0: the Volteri,
1: yeah, the Voltairi, That's what they're called. That's oh what God. I was thinking. The originals are
0: mm, okay. I never saw the last Twilight movie, so I feel like I don't have the the full information on the Voltairi.
1: Is that the one with that blonde little girl actor who's grown up now? Probably. Yeah. What's her name? Who the blonde little girl actress like, who's grown up now? She's in she's in the Voltairi. It was like everybody oh, was a great like, Fanning. Dakota Fanning. That's her. Yeah. So
0: he's Dakota Fanning's brother or some
1: shit. He is Dakota Fanning. Yes. Oh,
0: my God. What are we talking about? (laughs) So Rose is like, oh, so you remember Katerina Petrova, that hussy, that scarlet woman? Uh, I don't have her, but she's got a doppelganger. And Elijah's all like, that's impossible. Yeah, he says that the Petrova bloodline ended with Catherine, that she never had any children. Yeah. But we know that that must be false because, you know, Elena exists.
1: Elena's living and breathing.
0: And Rose is like, I'll show you. She's right downstairs. So he he brings her or she brings him into the big room with the chandelier on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) And And
1: he like totally creepy zooms over to Elena. He seems like a faster zoomer than everyone else. Um, So he goes up and just takes a big whiff
0: of Elena's neck. And he's like, human. (laughs) She passes the sniff test. Yes. Yeah, it looked like he was leaning in creepily for a kiss or something, but he just smells her neck. And I'm like, that's another thing that happens on vampire shows, that vampires are always smelling people. Mm-hmm. And there is an episode of Buffy in the terrible last season where Buffy finally points out that it's creepy. Oh, she's wow. like you know that whole smelling people thing. Because Angel pops up and is like, "You smell like Spike." Ugh, fucking Angel. Anyway,
1: damn you, Angel.
0: <laughs> that smelling people thing, a little creepy, just a little. <laughs> but very yes. true. So he smells that she's human, and he's like, "It's not possible. What the hell?" And I think it's at this point that Stefan and Damon finally make it to the creepy mansion.
1: Yes, and Stefan's ready to just power in there and just deal with it. But Damon's like, listen, dude, there's a lot of really old vampires in there. If they knew Catherine and that they're after her, they probably knew her from a long time ago. Um, You need my help or else you're going to die.
0: Or he he kind of hints that they both might die if they go in there. And Stefan's like, yeah, so?
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's like, I can't think of a better reason to die.
0: Ugh. Stefan is very Bella from Twilight in this episode. Because Bella was always like, oh, to die for love, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, he's ready to throw himself into hell, basically. And Damon's pretending like he's the cautious one, but he's also right there with them. He's like, "Yeah, "Yeah, let's do it.
1: Yeah, so they're all geared up to go in. Mm
0: -hmm. So while they're discussing that, Elijah's like, well, okay, uh, this is cool. You know, we got a doppelganger. Great, thanks, Rose. Now Trevor. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And Trevor starts being like, I am so super sorry, Elijah. It was terrible how I betrayed your trust. And... Elijah's like, oh, you don't need to apologize. And he starts lulling him into a false sense of security. <laughs> but, uh, he's like, so, you know, Rose, I get, like, Rose was just being loyal to you, but you weren't loyal to us. And he goes ahead and whacks him in the head. And it's like... You just
2: got slapped. My friend. You just yeah. Got
0: <laughs> yeah, that Is really just really happened. Just but since he's a ancient original vampire, when he slaps somebody in the head, they don't just fly across the room. Their head detaches from their body. He beheaded him with a single slap.
1: It was so intense. That's why Rose's slap was barely anything before when it threw Elena back onto the couch.
0: Fatality!
1: Wow. And it was super sad because I already felt sympathy for Rose and Trevor.
0: Yeah, and Rose is like, has this horrible expression on her face, like, oh my god. And it reminds me of. Game of Thrones when the mountain like crushes Oberyn Martell's head yeah. and dear of screams. It's like the same kind of reaction. It
1: really is. Oh my gosh, it's so
0: sad. Except right? it wasn't quite as gross as Game of Thrones.
1: No, the, the special effects here weren't quite as...
0: Sorry, gross. Game of Thrones spoilers. But if you haven't watched it by now, sorry. Yeah,
1: that's an old season anyway.
0: So yeah, RIP Trevor, we horribly knew you.
1: I'll probably keep saying his name throughout the next couple of seasons, confusing him with other characters.
0: I guess there's a reason this episode was called Rose and not Trevor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> very, very true. I love it. Uh,
0: so yeah, then Elena's like, "Well, shit. Now I got. I know shit is serious, and I have to bargain for time because Elijah's ready to like pack her up and leave."
1: Yeah, so she's like, what
0: about the moonstone? Yeah, she I know pulled where it that is. one out
1: of her back pocket for sure.
0: And he's mildly interested to know about the moonstone.
1: And he's like, "All right, where is it?" And then Elena's like, "Oh shit!" So oh,
0: she's, she's like, like, "No, I'm not going to tell you." Yeah,
1: she's like, "That's not how this works." And like you're
0: negotiating.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty brave of Elena. Like she just saw him behead someone with yeah. his hand.
0: But she also knows that he needs her for something. So he's not going to kill her right now.
1: Yeah. So she's trying to abide time until Stefan and Damon get there because she saw Bonnie's note. And lo and behold, um, we see some mysterious figures start zooming around the well, spot. At <laughs> first,
0: oh. her plan to bargain with him goes horribly wrong because he just rips the vervain necklace off oh, of her neck yeah. and compels her and she tells him, oh yeah, the moonstone's in the tomb with Catherine.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that didn't last long. So now he knows that. that. Yes.
0: And then we start seeing some mysterious figures start to zoom around, and Elijah's like, what the fuck, Rose? And she's like, I swear, I didn't know who it is!
1: <laughs> it wasn't me! Oh my god, poor Rose. Yeah, so, like, Elijah's pretty much, like, shouting out into the ether, like, you are making a huge mistake, I am stronger than you, you will lose, and then he gets a little tiny stake right through the hand, uh, yeah. with Alaric's,
0: like, I think it Steak was his sleeve gun. shooter. Yes,
1: the sleeve shooter, of course. How could I forget?
0: And he's like, oh, piffle. What a what a gnat. It <laughs> was like a flea bite.
1: Yeah, so true.
0: So there's a lot of Zooming. It's basically a Zoom party, and he's trying to Zoom because Stefan and Damon are so dorky here. They're like, up here, down here. And everybody's Zooming all over the place. Yeah. And Stefan Zooms Elena into a wall and is like, shh. And Damon does the same thing with Rose.
1: Yeah, and they're, like, sharing secrets. Yeah. And then after a moment or two, Elena pops out of the corner, and she's like, okay, all right, I'll go with you. Just leave my friends alone.
0: Yeah. And he's like, I am not buying this. Yeah. <laughs> so.
1: so she bends down to, like, start to tell him something, and then mm-hmm. just fucking throws one of those vervain grenades in his face. Yep.
0: And, and I'm like, not his face! It's so pretty.
1: For a hot second, his face was all bloody, yep. and then he heals real fast. Yeah, he does. Within, like, two seconds.
0: Yeah, so barely even slowed him down, but then Sethan and Damon double team him, and shoot keep shooting him with crossbows and shit and then finally Damon like rams an entire coat rack into his chest and he turns all gray and wanny. Yeah. And it's like, "RIP Elijah. How many people are going to are, are we going to meet who will then immediately die in this episode?" I know, and it's taking up precious brain space. <laughs> and how can they have the originals if Elijah's dead?
1: These are all great questions,
0: but we didn't know that the originals was going to be a thing. So I at least, when I originally um, watched this episode, I was like, he's only in one episode? Damn it. <laughs> I was very sad.
1: Yeah.
0: So yeah, he is now stuck to a wall with a coat rack. <laughs> Rose immediately zooms the hell out of there. Yeah,
1: Rose is like, peace out, y'all. And I'm Elena's like, here. just let her go. Yeah. Elena felt a soft spot for her, I think, after she t- saw her talking to Trevor and mm-hmm. saying that they were
0: family. Yeah. Elena's very forgiving of people who, like, shoot at her with crossbows and slap her across the room.
1: Yeah, she sure is.
0: And then this was the moment that made you cry.
1: Yes. So Stefan goes up to Elena, and he's, like, hugging her. And he's like, are you okay? And Elena is kind of looking over Stefan's shoulder to Damon. And for a hot second, Damon thought that he was or that Elena was walking over to him. Mm -hmm. um, But that wasn't what was happening. And then Elena mouths to Damon, thank you. And then he mouths back, you're welcome. And I don't know why it got me so emotional, but I just, you know, we've pretty much established that Damon is, like, in love with Elena Mm -hmm. and that he keeps doing all of these things, even though his love is unrequited.
0: Yeah, and this is also, like, the first moment since... He killed Jeremy that one time that Elena has been, like, at all sympathetic or, like, warm towards him.
1: Yeah, very true.
0: So that did not last long, her hating him.
1: No, it was like a week.
0: (laughs) So it's good to know how long Elena will be mad at somebody who kills a member of her family.
1: Well, it was Jeremy, so it couldn't be that long.
0: True. Yeah, it would probably be a little longer if it was (laughs) Angenna. Ugh.
1: So this little reunion is happening and then we cut back over to Aunt Jenna's house where Bonnie has stayed the night with Jeremy.
0: And just every scene in this episode with Bonnie and Jeremy, they were in his bed and I just wanted to scream at her to get out of there. So nothing sexual happened, but she did sleep in his bed and that's gross. Mm -hmm. Uh, Elena comes like clomping up the steps like all injured style still bloody yeah i'm like didn't they give her vampire blood by now to heal her but you can't think about that too much because then there's this terrible song that's like i think the words were like if love is an ocean something about filling it with our tears yeah
1: It was too much, man. It really like, was. Oh my god, it was the worst song. I described it as a Simple Plan cover <laughs> band. If that gives you an idea of the quality. Yeah,
0: but Elena is really emotional, and she hugs Bonnie. And is like, I got your message. And it's like a nice moment between them because they've been kind of on rocky terms lately.
1: That was a really nice moment. But then it's ruined because she hugs Jeremy and he's like stroking her back. Yeah, again, he always is like caressing
0: the back of her neck. And I'm like, where did you learn how to act like somebody's sibling, (laughs) Stephen R. McQueen? At gross (laughs) person school. Yes. Gross person acting school run by the Weinsteins. Oh. Too real. Um... (laughs) So then we go over to the Salvatores and Damon's kind of being emo as usual. And Stefan comes in and is like, hey, bro. And Damon's like, why aren't you with Elena? And he says, because she wanted to be with Jeremy. Yeah. I'm like, I think Jeremy wanted to be with her touching by <laughs> that bug.
1: Oh, gross. I know.
0: And then they have this big moment where Stefan's like, hey, so by the way, I know this was, like, 145 years ago, but I wanted to apologize for forcing you to turn into a vampire. Like, I felt like it needed to be said, and you needed to hear it.
1: Yeah, I thought that that was super weird. It was out of nowhere. Yeah, and I think it kind of aligned with, like, their car bonding, where Damon hearkens back to how horrible Stefan was. So I think that there's some unresolved conflict there.
0: Yeah, and I kind of... I couldn't really remember this scene from watching it before. I was like, is this one of these moments where Stefan is trying to like trick Damon into doing something for him by being nice? But it actually was just him apologizing. Yeah. And Damon's like, whatever, it was a long time ago.
1: Yeah. Stefan says that he didn't want to be alone. And that's why he- Oh yeah. He needed his brother. Yeah. And that was kind of nice, even yeah. though it's a horrible thing to do to somebody. And
0: it totally backfired.
1: Yeah. Because now all of this is happening.
0: Yeah. So they're on kind of nice terms, I guess, right now for them. (laughs) And then we go over to Caroline's, where she and Tyler are just like hanging out amicably now. And she (laughs) pours them both like giant glasses of whiskey.
1: Yeah, it was like at least six shots in each of their glasses. She's
0: like, I found that this helps. It's a little weird. And they start basically just comparing notes on like what it's like to be a new werewolf or vampire.
1: Yeah, like that's was
0: kind of fun.
1: Yeah, it was nice that Tyler has Caroline to help her or to help him through this.
0: Yeah, but I don't trust him. Yeah, so I mean, he's Tyler. Is
1: making me pretty nervous.
0: <laughs> so they're you know just kind of chatting about how they're so emotional and out of control and stuff, and then Tyler asks, "Oh, hey, by the way, how did you become a vampire? Who are the other vampires?" And she remembers, you know, the talk with, with uh, Damon at the beginning of the episode. She's like, oh, it's just me. And it's a long story how I became a vampire. Yeah. And he says that he's the only werewolf now that Uncle Mason is out of town. <laughs> I know.
1: And Caroline pretty much says to Tyler, like, listen, you can't tell anybody about this. You can't tell your mom. You can't tell my mom. This is the situ- situation of life and death and tyler kind of becomes vulnerable for a minute and he's like listen caroline i have nobody else to tell even if i've wanted to i'm totally alone in this and i'm scared and this is the first time i felt sympathetic for tyler in this whole series
0: yeah he's like next full moon i'm gonna turn into a werewolf and i can't do anything about it and he's like really upset and scared and if you think about it he doesn't really have much of anybody in his life except like Matt, occasionally.
1: And Julie Cooper.
0: <laughs> well, she's out of, out of town.
1: <laughs> yeah. For
0: real. Not euphemistically. <laughs> or as far as we know. Yeah. So they hug. Caroline's feeling sorry for Tyler, but she's also wary because he could kill her, which he doesn't know. Right. And then we go back to the Salvatore's where Stefan's hanging out alone and suddenly somebody starts zooming around his house. <laughs> Yeah, For literally no reason. No,
1: exactly. So, like, we find out that it's Rose, and she's just like, oh, hey, how you doing? it <laughs> so
0: that's, like, the worst British accent <laughs> in the world.
1: Um, so she's like, I just popped by because I was a friend of Lexi's, and she told me that you're one of the good ones. But yes. it's like, why would you creep into someone's house and start zooming around if you just wanted to, like, introduce yourself right? and Right.
0: But we we then kind of get the puzzle pieces together that once upon a time, Lexi was trying to set Rose and Stefan up. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because I don't know if they explicitly say it in this episode, but they do later, if mm-hmm. not in this one, that Rose and Trevor were not romantically involved. They were just best friends. Okay. And it's kind of like Stefan and Lexi were best friends. Like we have two boy-girl friend couples who were never romantic. And I think that's cool.
1: It's cool, except remember that Stefan and Lexi had a threesome with Bon Jovi.
0: True, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they sexually touched each other. They might have just both been servicing Bon Jovi. Good point.
1: Okay, fair enough. No, but I think that that's a nice thing, too. uh, The Bon Jovi situation aside.
0: (laughs) But Stefan's like, well, that's nice and all, but... Uh, I'm not really looking to help you out with your situation. And she's like, actually, sweetheart, I think I need to help you, because I have all the information, Uh, key among which is that everybody is doing this for Klaus. (laughs) And we're like, another damn character, who's Klaus?
1: Yeah, who is Klaus? I know who
0: Klaus is.
1: She's like, Elijah may be dead, but this isn't Tova that was good thank you I'm getting there I'm I'm taking tips from you
0: <laughs> so yeah we had a little tease of information Elijah wasn't the only one looking for Elena and there's somebody named Klaus who hashtag
1: would... who's Klaus
0: don't tell Beth uh, so yeah tentatively I guess Rose is going to be boarding at the Salvatore boarding house
1: they have enough spare room so I'm for this I love Rose in the brief time that I've Mm -hmm. known her I think that she's fantastic I love her accent she has terrible hair though smart I feel like I literally have the same haircut as her no no because you
0: like okay she has the same length but in the whole first part of the episode she has it like flat ironed but like winging out yeah it looks a little better in the last scene, like a little more <laughs> hair shaped. <laughs> but...
1: Hashtag hair shaped.
0: <laughs> so apparently this actress has actually like gotten kind of big after oh. the show because she's I think she's on The Walking Dead. Lauren Cohen, you know I think yeah, is her
1: name. That's where I recognized her from.
0: Yeah. So I've never watched that show, but.
1: I think that she's Maggie, actually. She yeah. looks way better in The Walking Dead. No offense. Because <laughs> of the hair. Yeah, she looks like 90s in this. Yeah, the
0: sure. hair is very. It's Rachel. Out of style. Yeah. It's like she hasn't been hanging out with the real people since 1992. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I think next we go back to Elena's house where she's getting ready for bed. She's
1: finally taken off that bloody shirt, (laughs) got in a shower.
0: I found her pajamas a little weird because she's wearing a camisole that's tucked into tiny pajama shorts.
1: Yeah, that is
0: not comfortable. wears them that way? You put your shirt over the shorts. 100%. But, of course, there's a Salvatore in her bedroom. Who has just
1: surprised her, and he's like... Well, it's, it's Damon. Damon. <laughs> it's Damon, and he's like, ooh, cute pajamas. Creepy. Creepy AF. Um, so, he's there holding Elena's necklace in, in her hand, and... She's like, I should have known you would have grabbed it or something along those lines. Well, she she thought thought it
0: was lost forever. Oh, okay. And interestingly, Damon was the one to retrieve it. Or maybe he stole it out of Stephen's pocket. We don't know.
1: Yeah, it (laughs) could be anything. Um, Damon tells Elena that he has something super important to tell her. And she's like, well, why don't you give me back my necklace? Because I don't want you to tell it to me. Um, when I'm not wearing it.
0: And she also cool. knows exactly what he's going to say. And he's like, please don't go there, girl. Yeah. Like, I know.
1: Yeah. She's like, you don't need to. We pass. all know. Mm-hmm.
0: It's not a secret.
1: Yeah. So. But he gets really real. He does. And emotional. So he tells Elena that he loves her and that he can't be selfish with you and that he wishes that she didn't have to forget this.
0: And he says, "I don't deserve you, but my brother does." I was oh like, "Oh my god, does he?" No, he's the
1: same, if not worse.
0: Yeah, but it's sweet. It is. And then he gives her a forget me now. A what? A forget me now? What is that? It's the arrest development term for rupees. <laughs> oh my god. Now, he compels her to forget and zooms out of the room, and then she's like, oh, I'm standing here in my bedroom wearing my necklace. How did this happen? Yeah. So she doesn't remember. And she didn't really say anything while he was talking, so we don't know how she feels about that.
1: I feel like David is a good actor. Yeah. I really felt the love in this scene. Mm.
0: Well, they were in love IRL. Oh, yeah. Womp womp. Uh, so, we think that might be the end of the episode, but there's one last moment. We go back to the creepy ass mansion, and Elijah is still staked into a door, but he starts waking up. A stake can't get him down. He degrays, de yanks the thing out of his damn chest. Yeah, and, and he's, he's like, These meddling kids. He's back
1: and better than ever. Okay, so can these ones not die?
0: Are they so yet.
1: strong? Like, how many stakes do they need?
0: They're special vampires. We know that. They have stronger powers, but we haven't learned the limits or rules. We don't really know what the originals are yet. I
1: probably will never understand.
0: <laughs> Basically, the rules are whatever the show needs them to be for plot reasons. Yes,
1: exactly. Like the time that Stefan could fly
0: into the force wheel. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, thank God we didn't lose Elijah right away. His handsome face lives to see another day.
1: Well, that's good, I guess. He seems (laughs) a little scary to me, and it seems like he's going to go after Elena. Yeah. Yeah. So quite
0: an interesting episode.
1: A lot happened. It was the best episode. I love Rose. I love that Damon was straightforward with Elena, even though he erased her memory. (laughs) Um, I don't love the Bonnie and Jeremy thing brewing. And I love that we got to hear everybody say, Katerina
0: Petrova. Oh yeah, they were all rolling their R's. Katerina Petrova. Yeah,
1: they sounded like a a real vampire from like... Transylvania. Yes, (laughs) from the Adams family.
0: Yeah, so you said something after the episode ended, like, it seems like a whole new show now.
1: Oh, yeah, it definitely does. I feel like we pretty much swapped out half the characters at this point.
0: Yeah, because, like, at the beginning of this season, it was all about, like, Catherine's back in town. Uh Uh-huh. The Founders shit happened. uh, Uncle John Gilbert left town. And something's up with the Lockwoods, but now it's, like, the originals, Elena's, the doppelganger, like, this stuff that's happening outside of Mystic Falls is kind of coming down on everybody.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot that went down, and I feel like the number of people who aren't directly involved in the supernatural is, like, very low at this point, too. Yeah. Um, so it definitely feels different.
0: Yeah, so... We're going to do something a little bit different this week Uh, before we launch into our weekly segments. I had the supreme pleasure of having a chat with illustrious author of such uh, novellas as Space Raptor, Butt Invasion, and My Ass is Haunted by the Gay Unicorn Colonel, Dr. Chuck Tingle. just happened. He happened to, you know, say on Twitter he wanted to talk to somebody on a podcast, and I sent him a message, and we set something up. Uh, he's never seen the show before, but we had a lovely chat about vampires, and you all get to listen to it now. All right, you are now on the air. Hello, hello, hello,
2: hello. Fans in
0: the world. So, you've never watched The Vampire Diaries before, but I thought that you would be interested to know that there are a large number of hard buds that I think truly love each other. So, I thought it would be a good thing to talk about. I've heard this. I've heard good
2: things. I think my son John is a new wife. Her name is Chloe. And she watches this show sometimes. But I saw she told me that it was over. Is it over?
0: It is. It ended uh, earlier this year.
2: no. no. Well, well, did it end in a good way that made everyone want to trust? Or did it end in a way that made people upset?
0: It made me happy and sad at the same time.
2: Oh, no. Well, that is, good. That, is a, that is a good feeling. Sometimes when I write a tinkler, I say, I would like to make... I'll make an audience feel in this way so I can understand. There's the, the, the big question about vampire is: Are the vampires nice or are they mean?
0: Some of them are nice, some of them are mean, and some of them are both.
2: Well, that is good writing. Good, good storytelling and good writing as the buckaroos, I think. Uh, I think I've got some some kind of gray area in the middle. Sometimes mm-hmm. you see, oh, the vampire is so handsome, but uh, he can't be mean. And then you see her and say, oh, no, well, I'm a disco game, mean all of a sudden.
0: Yeah, it's, you know, moral ambiguity. Sometimes the good characters do bad things, but we still love them. Possibly because yeah, they're yeah. handsome.
2: Well, what, what, is the, what is the best vampire that I would be a fan of if I watched this show?
0: I think that you would be a big fan of Damon Salvatore. He's a very hunky vampire. He starts off bad, but then he starts to become nicer. And he also has a a very close, dare I say, homoerotic relationship with his friend Alaric. Oh, well, well, there's a kiss in the show, because this happens. Uh, unfortunately, no, they did not kiss on screen. But you never know what was happening behind the scenes.
2: A long time ago, there there was a dang show named Buffy Vampire Diary, and then in that show, there, there was a mean, mean old man. His name was Spike, and the Spike mm-hmm. was mean at first, and then and he was uh, kind of nice. I remember some jobs. So John showed me this show long ago, and, uh, and he reminds me of this vampire. He starts off in a way, and then he
0: becomes a nice man. Yeah, they're similar characters. Well, well, I,
2: I, well then I think I've figured out his name
0: is Damon. Damon, yep.
2: Damon. Well, he is now my favorite vampire. You can write that down uh, <laughs> for sure.
0: Glad to hear it.
2: I'm sorry, I feel like I'm interviewing you now because I'm curious about this big time show. And I have to think what I, would think I would look like and what i like to watch it now, so that is why I was asking questions. But if you have questions, you can ask them too. I'm sorry to getting carried away. I oh, getting sure. riled
0: up. <laughs> well, I was wondering, I don't think you've ever written a tingler about vampires, have you? Well, there is one thing we're about uh,
2: vampires. It is about a, about a vampire night bus. And the okay. night bus is the number 13. And uh, it comes around and there's a legend of the night bus. People say, oh, well, that bus isn't real. You don't need to worry. And then one night, a young young man is he, waiting for the dang bus, going to go home from work. And and the vampire night was pulls up, and it is a little scarier than most tinglers, and, <laughs> and, but I, I, I have mixed feelings on this tingler because it does have a sad ending. Oh, no. I, know it. I like to prove love with tinglers. It's more of a cautionary tale mm-hmm. uh, because at the end of the tingler, he finds out that now that he has been pounded by the vampire night bus. He will turn into a, a night bus too, and then he turns into a night bus. And it is kind of a scary tale. It says, "Don't, don't, don't go go home with
0: a handsome vampire. He may turn you into a bus." I mean, that's a a very wise moral for everybody. I think exactly. any number of things can happen if you go home with a handsome vampire. Becoming a bus is not the worst of them.
2: Uh, that is true. You might have to be, you might get fed a steak dinner, uh, <laughs> and, right, and they'll pound you with it, or and all kinds of things. They, that vampires do serve for dinner, all kinds of steaks. I, uh, I learned, I learned about vampire things, and it seemed types, the seemed seen But that is the only one that I have written. Mostly, I, mostly I have written about ghosts as mm-hmm. far as. Scary things.
0: Are other other ghosts on Vampire Diaries or just uh, just vampires? Uh, there are ghosts at at least one point. They're not a huge part of the show, but they do show up.
2: Wow, this is a real hit show. <laughs> I, I think this is a good way. I have not seen it, but now I'm being inspired. And a lot of vampire shows
0: also
2: have uh, werewolves and zombies. Mm-hmm.
0: Do they have these? Uh, we just met some werewolves on the show in season two. There are witches oh. as well. Oh well, that,
2: that, that is an interesting way. I I remember when some job watched a show named *True Blood*, mm-hmm. and it was about a vampire in a swamp who. Uh, like to hang out in his house all day, sit on the porch and walk in his chair, and yeah. it, was, it was okay, and, and then all these crazy critters started showing up, and, and, I, kinda, and then I thought, well, there's too many dang animals, there's a werewolf and a ostrich and, yeah. and I don't <laughs> even know how many kinds, but so I, sometimes I think, you stick to dang vampires, tell me about <laughs> how, how they, they work. Yeah.
0: I, I don't know. Yeah, True Blood got a little bit too crazy, but I will give them credit. They're the only really big vampire show that I've watched that actually did have gay characters who kissed on screen.
2: Uh, That's a true way. I do I, I remember that. I, I, I did not watch uh, too much because Sun John said, oh, this is too, too bloody. Chugging mm-hmm. will make you sick. And it did sometimes. I, I, I cannot watching this, there's too much dang blood, yeah. makes me feel like I'm gonna f- fall over, fall right to sleep.
0: Well, and blood then, is oh, in I, the title, at least they warned us.
2: They did warn me, I should have known on in this way, that, that they're gonna get a, get it very messy. So I, I did, did not know what to make of this, but when I saw the handsome vampires, I thought, well. But, I would, like, yeah, I would like to see more of this show. And, mm-hmm. uh, one time I, I saw them on cover of a dang magazine, and they were not not even wearing anything. I thought, were, well, I should maybe want to buy this magazine, <laughs> and I
0: did. Yeah, better to buy the magazine to, than to watch the show, I think. Yeah,
2: safer. We, have, uh, we have much less blood. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for telling me about vampire virus. I think that maybe it will be a good show for for me to watch time.
0: I think that you would enjoy it. It might even give you some inspiration for new tinglers in the future. I, I
2: think so. I, I should get back to writing vampire tinglers because. Uh, it's, uh, there's all kinds of scary things and sometimes they they trot in their own spooky way yeah. and, uh, and, and after one vampire story I thought well that's good enough for now but that was a that was long time ago and now that I know that, 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 that there's all different times and, and I have learned about new vampires on Vampire Diaries and, and I, well, we couldn't write one maybe about a handsome Handsome diary, who is also a vampire. He, and when you read him, you turn into a
0: diary. That's scary. I love it. Maybe there could be a vampire who drinks chocolate milk instead of blood.
2: Oh boy, that is dang good. I was thinking of that I should go, that I would enjoy this way. Them, now, now I think about it, that's kind of scary because. Well, that means I could be a chocolate milk vampire, and, and then I have to think about who I am as, as a bugger think, oh, no, because I've been a vampire this whole damn time. something something's over, you think, oh, have I gone to, to another timeline where I'm a vampire or a ghost or maybe even a chair? And there's all kinds of things I thought I am today I did not know who I was and then, and then I remembered that I
0: had Chuck. So that, that was a hard time today so um, maybe
2: when I figure this out then I can think about if I'm a vampire or not. Well if you are a vampire, you're a good vampire. I, I think so. I, I would hope so and I hope that when I drink chocolate milk that the carton is not sad or suffering in any way thinking mm-hmm. oh I wish this man would not drink uh, drink my blood
0: well, i think the carton would enjoy story. it yes,
2: yes i think so and i, I enjoy it this way too
0: well thank you so much for calling in our listeners are going to be really excited to hear your thoughts on vampires
2: Thank you for having me. This was such a nice time. I'm so glad I went online
1: and said I would like to talk about the love and vampires. So
0: thank you for this for this haunted Halloween show. Wow, wasn't that amazing?
1: That was amazing. I'm sorry that I couldn't participate in the conversation, but I feel like I've learned so much. That was awesome.
0: Yes, sadly, Beth had real-world obligations other than talking to Erotica authors
1: sometimes you gotta work a little so you can ball a lot Tom
0: <laughs> so yes thank you Chuck we love you come back on the show uh, I'll put up a link to the uh, tingler that he mentioned in our conversation his one that he's written about vampires I just bought a copy for myself I haven't read it yet but I'm looking forward to it hope he writes some more vampires ones later uh, so now, getting back to this episode, who do you want to punch?
1: Ooh, who do I want to punch?
0: I found it hard this episode. I kind of didn't want to punch anybody for once.
1: Yeah, like, I kind of wanted to punch that curly-haired dude who kidnapped yeah. Elena, but it's hard when people are compelled, mm-hmm. right? And it's hard for Trevor and Rose because yeah. they're kind of an easy target because they kidnap our heroine.
0: Yeah. Uh, I guess if I had to punch anybody, it would probably be Trevor, but he got punched real hard already.
1: (laughs) Oh, yes, he did. His head literally (laughs) exploded off of his body.
0: Because it was annoying when he ate Curly Sue and wiped the blood off of his gloves. It was annoying when he was going to bite Elena. He seemed like kind of a wimp, but Rose liked him, so he couldn't have been that bad. True. Maybe I want to punch... Sheriff Forbes for being bad at being a sheriff.
1: Yeah, she's, like, out looking for... She something. wasn't even on the episode. <laughs> she, she wasn't. She's out putting up posters, the school, for the missing person. Yeah. I want to punch Jeremy for yeah. giving super creepy hugs and for all of the product placements for Bing <laughs> and Windows phones and hashtag aerial view.
0: Yeah, I thought about saying Jeremy, but I say him so much, and for Jeremy, he wasn't that bad in this episode, so I felt like I had to give him a break.
1: That's fair, but if you give him a break, I'm going after, yeah, him,
0: after him. That is totally acceptable.
1: Speaking of Jeremy, um, why are men?
0: Well, this brings me to something we actually forgot to mention during our recap, in which we put up on our Instagram. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes. When Tyler and Caroline were having the conversation, like, that whole thing where he, like, grabbed her and was being really aggro and was shocked that she could be stronger than him. Mm -hmm. That was all, you know, classic Vampire Diaries, male macho bullshit. Bullshit. (laughs) Bullshit. Bullshit. But at the end of the scene, he just had so much pent-up male rage that (laughs) he kicked... A garbage can. And it went flying across the parking lot, like, completely caved in and crashed into a car. Yeah. It was very funny. You should check out the video on our Instagram.
1: Yes, it is on our Instagram. Um Yeah, that was, like, over the top, but not unexpected from somebody like Tyler.
0: Yeah, Tyler still got his man rage issues and not being able to get what he wants out of Caroline, a female Uh Is really bugging him.
1: Exactly. And it's so frustrating too because everything that Caroline is doing is coming from a good place. And it's almost like he can't accept that she's being nice or doing Mm -hmm. what he needs. Like he, the only way he knows how to react to that is with like rage and aggression.
0: Yeah. And he might well be better off not knowing about vampires right now. Like you get sucked into that world, like shit's gonna happen.
1: Yeah. Look at Elena.
0: Yeah. So there was that.
1: Something that really bothered me and that I have, like, a lot of mixed feelings about, so bear with me, is Damon erasing Elena's memory after telling her his feelings. So I, like, have many levels of feelings about this. Mm -hmm. First is that I'm like, oh, my God, it's so sweet to tell Elena about his feelings. But I don't think that it's actually sweet
0: He takes her choice away from her because she didn't even get to chime in at all. He just says this like, oh, no, I'm noble and self-sacrificing. I'm going to say you should be with Stefan. But he doesn't give her the opportunity to absorb the information that he loves her and decide what she wants to do with it. He just makes the decision for her.
1: Exactly. Yeah. He's like... It's better for you to be with Stefan no matter what you might think. So, yeah, I'm not going to give you the option to choose.
0: And, like, at this point, we know Elena is going to be like, uh, yeah, no, Stefan. Yeah. So, it wouldn't have made that much of a difference, but she should have the information. It's not fair of him to give himself the catharsis of saying it to her without her having the benefit of, like, knowing things, uh-huh. being able to see where she stands. A lot of times on this show, the Salvators make decisions for Elena. It happened a lot last season, mm-hmm. and she doesn't get to have agency in her own relationships, and it's not cute.
1: No, it's definitely not. And I think that's something that like, I struggle with as a consumer of the show is how to feel about these things. Because on the surface, it's really easy to be like, oh my god, he doesn't want her to have to make the choice. It's so so romantic. Yeah, it's so romantic. It's so self- sacrificing. And I think that like in the society that we grow up with and all of these stories that we see and all of these messages that we see in the media, it's really easy to interpret these things. And I think Mm -hmm. we've had this conversation about other scenes in the past but it's definitely problematic that even as someone who's aware of these things, like that's my first instinct in in a a uh, scene like this. Yeah,
0: because like any show, it's guiding you into feeling certain things. Like the uh-huh. beats of the story were trained just by like storytelling throughout time to react to things in certain ways. Mm-hmm. And so you really have to examine it closely to like get that it's in real world terms, it's not okay. Mm-hmm. But you also have to learn where to ex- just accept it and go with it.
1: Yeah. It's tough. Yeah, It's tough to have problematic faves.
0: It is. The, the whole world is problematic these days.
1: Very true. Can our hashtag for this episode be hashtag storytelling through time? Because <laughs> you said that it was awesome. Uh-huh.
0: Yes. Great. <laughs> all right. Uh, enough of men. We've yes. all been talking enough about why are men in the world over the last couple weeks. I think we can put that to bed for today. I agree. So, so who should have done it?
1: Okay. I pick Rose and Stefan. Oh. I feel like Lexi was a lady who knew her stuff, and if she tried to hook up Stefan and Rose, she was probably right. I'm... Rose seems really awesome, and Stefan seems like he could use somebody who he wouldn't have
0: power over,
1: um, and she just seems awesome, so that's who I pick. All right. I like
0: it. Nice. I'm going to be a little unconventional this week. Cool. And say Elijah and me.
1: Ooh I like <laughs> it hey. breaking down the fourth wall.
0: Sorry, Elijah. He's he's just my favorite babe. He's Not the hottest reason, of the hotties.
1: His suit was really good in this. <laughs>
0: I consider myself somewhat of a connoisseur of hot men. Uh-huh. uh For 10 years, I did an <laughs> annual list of the hottest men of the year. That I stopped a few years ago.
1: I forgot you did that. It was
0: called the Fox List. Mm-hmm. I took it very seriously. Uh, last year, I even ran a March Madness about <laughs> hot men.
1: That's so good. It took
0: many hours of my life. Uh, the ultimate victor was Oscar Isaac. Call me. (laughs) Yeah, it came down to Oscar Isaac and Jake Johnson, who look like each other. They do.
1: You had a theme for 2016. Yeah.
0: Nick Miller, fictional character, can also call me. Yeah. Jake Johnson, I don't know your life, (laughs) but you're a babe. So yeah, I say Elijah and myself because he's hot. I don't care if he punches people's heads off. He can get it.
1: Yeah, like you said, stamina. We don't know
0: the rules with them. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to zoom for 12 hours with Elijah, okay? I just want to have like a normal amount of times. I'm just kidding. 20 minutes. Okay,
1: fair.
0: So, yeah. That's my choice. I like it. Forever. All right. Well, this has been quite an episode.
1: Yes of both the
0: show and our podcast.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: So we would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your thoughts about whether or not Elijah is the hottest member of the cast. about whether you like my British accent or buzz.
1: Oh my God, don't make that a poll, <laughs>
0: please. Oh. Uh, so you can go ahead and mystic follow us on Twitter at the VD Diaries. You can find us on Facebook, SoundCloud, uh, iTunes. Rate us and review us, please. And you can also find us on Instagram
1: if you want to see that video of (laughs) what's his face? Tyler playing Kicks the Can. Yes, Tyler playing Kicks the Can. Um, We're at the underscore VD Diaries. VD underscore (laughs) Diaries. Underscore podcast, and we've gotten a couple of new followers in the past couple of days, which is always really exciting. Hey guys, welcome. Thanks for joining us.
0: So yeah, we are accessible through all manner of social media, and we always love hearing from you. Uh, I've talked to a few people on Reddit this week. It's been fun. Oh. So shout out to you guys. And I hope that you all have a lovely week, and that if somebody slaps you, your head doesn't fly off.
1: Always a good wish.
0: Keep your head on your shoulders and keep trucking.